Bonjour, and welcome back to Minus You. We are now on week 18, with today's episode being Words, Their New Power, which will address how the way I listen to words has really changed a lot from my difficult experience. In the last few months, as well, at least when this episode was written, I was unpacking boxes, and I honestly still occasionally come across, came across words, letters, voicemails, content from Nicholas. And seeing these, reading these, sometimes it's really hard. Not as much anymore as I've, um, I'm recording this episode on July 22nd, and um, I realized recently that I'm not in love with him anymore. Like, probably a week and a half ago which was a crazy feeling to like let that go. But it's still like, obviously you still miss somebody. It's still sometimes really hard. I have also came across letters, writing projects and like scrapbook stuff from myself. So like words that I gave and I have gotten to see the difference and the sad truth. People are phenomenal liars. As I was processing Nicholas's choice to leave me, I wrote many letters trying to understand what he had done, why he left, why I was so worthless to him. Like my Google Docs are like filled with like letters or stories, expressions, words that somehow uh, at least attempted to render a deafening silence from him. I saw that I did not write much when I was with him, at least in like after the first year of our relationship now I write all the time. Like, obviously I wrote. I wrote this and this has to do with him. I write for myself. I write for my new love. I write for sadness and change, growth, longing, reality. Nicholas used to write as well. I have handwritten notes from him that I sometimes still find. I found one like two weeks ago and I see words and that his actions show the exact opposite. When Nicholas and I were considering getting back together, he would say these lovely things. Yet, these are things that I just could not trust. So one day he would, like, call me crying on the phone saying how much he missed me. And then he, like, wouldn't speak to me for three days. Or would start telling me stories about his recent dates with new girls. He would send me texts saying that he would be a fool to let me go. And that he wanted to stop building his career and start building us. Focus on him and I. And then about a week after he told me that, he said he didn't want to grow with me and didn't love me for who I was, only for who I used to be. These just left me in pieces. Then he would just like abandon me and just like stacked in this mental castle, this mental prison of just paper thin lies. These words live in my soul and they also kind of just live in the vault and the grave of Nicholas and I. Sometimes they haunt me. Even though I am not in love with him anymore, those words will still come back into my mind just in the most random of moments. The hurt brings me back to the concept in episode 15, which is the person I love is dead. Whoever told me these good things, these lovely things, that he would never leave, that I would be his wife, that he would love me forever, that he would never give up on me, that he would love me, like me, and always protect me. That Nicholas, he's dead. The Nicholas from the red scrapbook he made me smiling and writing about how we just knew that we were going to be each other's forever just a few months in. How we just knew. Forever is really short. As I read through the lies that I received over the years, I came across my own writing 
and my own expressions. And it put me in shock. Some of them I had forgotten that I had even written. Like I said, I found letters and post-it notes and iPhone notes. One of them was from March of 2020, which was a long, long, long time ago. It was a little love letter that I had wrote about our first Valentine's Day together, which was actually our anniversary. Nicholas wore a fake Rolex watch, which I thought looked really great on him, and it was also kind of funny. In this letter, story, note, whatever you want to call it, I wrote, it may be a fake Rolex, but it's real happiness. It was true, and it still is true. Like, it, I was so happy with him um, for a period of time before he decided to kind of just derail. Another thing that I wrote that really shocked me from this letter was the following, also written March 13th of 2020. I would love him if he hated me. I would love him if he was miles away from me. And I would love him if God took his life from him. Time could run out, and I would still love my Nicholas. Now, here I am, 3,000 miles away from him, with not a word from him since March. The words from three years, going on four years ago now, they're still true. I'm not actively still in love with Nicholas, thank God, but of course I'll always, like, have love for this person. I was going to marry this man. These words were never lies. I think the only lies that I told him is that I would never cheat on him. And I kissed my neighbor, so that's a lie. And that I would never leave him. And in the end, I kind of had to leave him. I guess I didn't have to. I chose to, but... I was metaphorically, like, bringing food to a table and to a dinner where I was not welcome at all. Other than that, the girl that lives in our photos, that lives in these scrapbooks and these letters, she's still alive, kind of. She's just hurt. She's older. And thankfully, yet sometimes unfortunately, learned to be wiser. I've met people since Nicholas, of course. I've dated. I have um, was in a relationship for a period of time. I'm not anymore. I have heard beautiful words. I have seen beautiful love. I have seen sacrifice, grace, forgiveness, and true caring and hardships. I have seen love as a verb in my life. But it's so hard. Because I've heard the same words that Nicholas told me from the lips of other people. And it hurts because I want to believe it. But the only thing I know and that I have seen are lies and abandonment. I live with an encyclopedia of Nicholas's words in my mind. And when I hear the repeats from people, my mind instantly finds this page in the book where I heard the same thing. I have heard these stories. I have felt this love and I have lived the immense loss. How am I supposed to believe a word that anybody tells me? My experience, his lies, have severely affected my trust in people. Their words versus their actions. Now, there is value in words, of course. But when their actions do not align with their words, the words actually are kind of worthless. I told my best friend something recently. Our conscious mind expresses the words but our subconscious feelings show and express the actions. So Nicholas would say, I will never leave you and I'll never abandon you. But subconsciously, he didn't feel that way. 
his actions were the exact opposite of those words. I would never give up on you, yet he did consistently. Let me say this again. Our conscious mind says the words, but our subconscious feelings usually dictate our actions. So what do I do with this feeling then? I can't live the rest of my life feeling like that everyone who tells me that they love me is a liar. I would never be able to receive love if I live on the defense forever. But what I have learned is that I will no longer believe in words without action. I will no longer believe any I love you unless that love is shown. I will no longer believe I would never leave you if they walk out at any hardship. I will no longer believe I love you, I like you, and I'll always protect you because frankly, none of those things, those feelings and those actions existed. I was not liked, I was not loved, and I was sure as hell not protected. I have learned to fortify my heart against intoxicating and trapping words. Words are incredibly powerful. They are still just as powerful, if not more. But I direct words more to my mind and to my logic rather than to my heart. I was love blind for a long time and like effort blind, which is this weird thing where you just like give and give and give and give and think that it'll like change their effort and change their love, which is not true. So I was punished by that. I, I was punished because of my blind trust. I hear things and I pass them through my mind, through my eyes, before I let them touch my heart. It makes me sad sometimes when I have to do this because I have to put loving words from someone that I care for very much through like a coffee filter. But it may save me from lies in the future and from intense loss and confusion. I by no means am telling people to not believe in words. Please believe in the power and the beauty of love and in the feeling of it. But I am telling you that that feeling fluctuates and that true love is hard work. True love is a choice. I want you to feel love and believe in love, just like I want to, again, as I learn to heal. Words are powerful, but if you learn to channel their power through the proof of words, not only will it protect your heart and your relationship, but it will also help you consider what you say and how you live out what you say. Live the words you say for yourself and for the people you love. I will see you next week for episode 19, which is PTSD. It is going to be kind of an accumulation of lessons and how they affect my life and my mentality in the world of living out minus you. Until next week, adios.